0: Pyle as always.
1: Hi there.
0: I'm Dennis Junk and we're talking to Kevin Showalter today. Hey. Kevin is the Youth Services Coordinator for the League of the Blind and Disabled and he is a voice instructor for School of Rock and he also plays with Alicia uh, or he sings for Alicia and APQ harmonic. That's right. All right so tell us about the School of Rock first that's how we'll, we'll just dive right into this and what do you do there and you know what are your overall goals for your students?
2: Yeah, it's it's sort of my first foray into <laughs> teaching, which is incredibly exciting, but scary and terrifying at, at the beginning. Wait, how long um, have you been doing it? I just started in August. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, I didn't know that? that. I Well, I've been singing, I mean, my entire life. I, I uh, first got into, like, performance uh, in high school, uh, sophomore year of high school, I think, and it just kind of took off from there. That's when I decided I wanted to go to college uh, for music, which is... Where I met Alicia, of course. Yay. Um, oh, my <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, really, music is a passion for mine at a very early age. I mean, my parents told me stories about hearing songs on the radio when I was like four years old, and then a week later being able to recite all the lyrics from memory. So, uh, oh, cool. it's, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a cool. I mean, just cool how it has kind of blossomed. Um, but yeah, I so I just. Uh, just started teaching in August. Didn't get a teaching degree or anything like that, so um, it just so happened. Is it a music degree you got? It is, yeah. It's a vocal performance degree with the outside field of creative professional writing. So I, a mean, I didn't know you did that. Creative yeah.
0: professional writing, cool. Yeah. yeah. In my New stories. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have read some of your blogs too, oh, okay, so I Yeah. I didn't know that you could write. Yeah,
2: that just started recently as well. My blog did and I'm, I'm it's still very new. Do you want to throw out a
0: URL so people can check it out? I would if I knew it. No, it's uh Google it, Kevin Yeah, it's it's
2: on WordPress. I think I, I titled it Modern Day Nobody. So yeah, check it out. It's very cool. Very um, existential. <laughs> that's what I was going for if I knew what existential meant. Anyways. Uh, but no, I, I started um I started back in August teaching. Uh, voice uh, I teach both kids and adults um, every we sort of have three semesters a year at school of rock and at the end of each quote semester or season we call them seasons mm-hmm. uh, we have a performance we have a concert where um, the different the different programs within school of rock perform a set list of about I don't know 45 minutes to an hour or so of music so That's my cool. That's yeah like yeah, it's kind of, it's a performance-based school, so once they start, they're thrown right into it. I mean, their first, they get a, a voice lesson with me every week, and then they also get a group rehearsal. So they start up, and they're thrown right into it. They start playing immediately. So uh, my job is to, of course, make sure they're on pitch. Uh, they have all their stuff memorized, but it's also stage presence and you know working with the mic and working interacting with other band members and things like that. So
0: that's really cool. Yeah. And yes, when I first met you. You were just like kind of meekly sitting at the table at, at Club yeah. Soda, yeah. And you, you rolled up there, and next thing you know, you're bringing down the house. <laughs> and you're doing uptown funk or something. I'm like, Whoa, where did this come from? This I guess is amazing. You could,
2: you could call it unassuming. Yeah, unassuming <laughs> yeah, very much. So. Yeah, I it's sort of weird when I when I sing anytime, um, I sort of go into like this trance before. I'm just very quiet, and I keep kind of keep to myself. And then when I go up there, I just kind of let go. So.
0: It's pretty cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what would what do you think would surprise most people most about your role as a, a voice instructor, or just voice lessons in general?
2: Well, it always, to be honest, it always surprises people that I am, you know, a voice teacher or I am a singer because of the fact that I am in a wheelchair, which is kind of interesting. I mean, not not the two don't necessarily go hand in hand or anything like that, but um, it, it takes some. Um, how do I want to say? It takes some uh, different technique, I guess, to mm-hmm. to be able to vocalize while in a chair, um, because I thought of
0: that. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's it's uh, something you have to learn completely different than what they teach you. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of people, you know, when they when they see somebody in a chair or something like that, they go they immediately go to the stereotypes. So that's, that's a, a, another reason why I like to do what I do is because I love breaking down those stereotypes mm-hmm. and uh, it just it's, it's funny to see the, the looks on faces when a guy in a chair gets up to sing and then they're like
0: oh
1: yeah consequentially yeah. you're everyone's favorite on the bandstand <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like Kevin stole a show again <laughs> well it is really cool because yeah. it's yeah. like
0: this hush yeah. When you're going up there and you're getting ready and you're adjusting the mic and everything, and right. then you start singing, and next thing you know, everyone's just like, Whoa, "I remember
1: the ball drop, New Year's Eve, like, yeah, like, like hands down. We had played all night and it was cold. Oh, we we're freezing our <laughs> so our cold. nuts or lack thereof off that, that night. Too. But yeah. you just, I remember when you came up, and we have some great photos from that night too, from the, the inaugural ball drop, which was not this last year, but the year right. Before. And it was just like, yeah, it was so cool, and the crowd went wild. And I just
2: remember the fire twirlers like right around yeah, my you head. Had the God. pyroscope right around you. It was so cool.
1: <laughs> Can you? Um, I do have one question on sir. Yeah. like what because I've never asked you this mm-hmm. before. What was it like in music school? I mean, we all remember being in choir together and the right. basic vocal techniques that we were taught, and mm-hmm. you know, proper vocal technique. What What would you say made your education different? Was it hard for? Um, did you study with Dr. Prickett then, or were you with Donnell? Who were you uh, there? I,
2: I had about three or four different voice teachers. I'm sure you, you had favorites, too. Me. We all
1: have favorites. But I mean, like, what, what was the yeah. common thread, or what were some things that you guys really worked on in that, that the voice mm-hmm. major that you have? The voice right, degree is serious right. stuff. Yeah. Uh, the it's, IU degree. It
2: is. Um, it was mostly, especially at the beginning, it was mostly about how to properly support myself with my breathing. Um, and that's kind of what I've transferred to my students. Um we had to figure out, yeah, and we had to figure out how I can breathe properly. Uh, not, not just sitting down, but, you know, with the disability, what it is, sometimes uh, you don't have the best lung capacity. Sure. So I had to take extra time to train my lung capacity and my, my diaphragm more before I could even look at the vo- the, the notes and all that kind of, that, that wow. side of it. So you did a lot so of exercises and stuff. It was It was a lot of exercises. It was a lot of trial and error. I went into a lot of lessons at the beginning where they're like, we don't know if this is going to work, but we're going to try and see. So a lot of them didn't work and some of them some of them did. So I kind of took what did, obviously threw away the other stuff. Sure. And just sort of sort of uh, built up the exercises
0: that way.
1: Oh, that's neat. So,
0: do yeah. you feel like you have unique insight then into how you can teach other people to use their lungs mm-hmm. properly and I, I do. I, sometimes I have
2: trouble expressing it properly. With mm. <laughs> the creative writing, you know, <laughs> so you're <be> good at You can write them a story. Right, writer, right. Right. But um no, it's uh, it's definitely a different way to look at it. And now, and I have to give a plug the the one that the teacher that made it most um, in terms where I can understand it and that that kind of broke through to me was Nate Thomas. I mean, the okay. well, who we were just talking about.
1: Yeah,
2: he he was able to say, you know, give me some examples or give me some. Um, ideas to think about when I did it. So I take a lot of his stuff in, in with my students as mm-hmm. well. But it's it's fun to see when you're when you're explaining something to somebody and that light just clicks on. They're like, oh man, I've never thought about that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really cool to see. And and uh, one of the things he told me that I'll never forget is when you sing properly, there's very little breathing that you have to do. And it's true. I mean if you get it down right, breathing becomes a non issue. Well, that as, sounds like
0: a recipe wow. for me to be standing up there and just pass out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it can be. Uh. But yeah.
2: So that that really, really resonated to me as well. And that and the fact that you only need just a little vibration of your vocal cords to sing, and that's all you should do with your throat. So
1: I remember him and, and I remember watching a lot of breakthrough with you too and in your lessons or accompanying you for shows and stuff and performances we did with Nate. Yeah. Nate, by the way, was a colleague of ours at IPFW. Mm-hmm and so he was another singer vocalist and friend wonderful friend of ours good guy yeah he's a great <laughs> dude and uh, but I remember him talking about like, the ke- singing from your kegels
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> I remember this is a family show
2: yes. yeah we'll see like I yeah. never
1: thought you know you think of singing you think of your head or you mm-hmm. think of your chest or then he's like no like it all starts down in your stomach it and does. below and like that's where your support comes from and yeah I, I remember that since watching you guys work and watching him work with others
2: and th- and that's one of the main things I tell my students. Not the kegels part. Right?
1: No, <laughs> yes, some are kids.
2: Yeah, Sing from your them. belly. Yeah, yeah. I I tell them if they feel anything tense or if they feel their shoulders shoot up, they're singing. They're breathing wrong. Yeah. So everything needs to come down. I and yeah. He 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 gave me a lot of things that. Like I said, he put it in words where I can understand. I'm not going to repeat them because they were a lot of them more <laughs> interesting.
0: Interesting, yeah. yeah. Speaking but just of surprising, thinking yeah. Thinking about singing from a different
1: place, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, not just from your your chest or yeah. you know your head or your.
0: So and this would be the first time I thought about this since I'm mm-hmm. not a musician or a singer. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's something. Yeah, it's. Well, and we were taught a piano degree. It was a physical gesture for every sound you want mm-hmm. to get. And I'm sure it's the same with voice. So that's mm-hmm. cool that your students are able to yeah. get a lot of wealth of knowledge from you.
2: Absolutely. And it was cool when I was, uh, when I was in college, when I first started studying voice, I ran into one of my old, actually a couple of my old respiratory therapists from when I first got hurt, my injury when I was 14 months old. And they asked me what I was up to, and I told them I was a voice major. And they just, wow. they were like, flabbergasted because it I could barely I, I had a tracheotomy when I first got hurt so I couldn't even breathe on my own and now I'm able to you know perform and sing so it's
1: that's amazing Kevin yeah, it's
2: pretty cool so
0: what, <laughs> you don't have to answer this but what was the injury I, I'm an open book it's
2: it's okay actually it's gonna be my next blog about oh, too. Right, cool. but um, uh, I they called it a blow to the head of unknown origin while in the care of the babysitter's husband so yeah, some sort
0: of... And you were 14 months old. At 14
2: so months, months old. <laughs> right, right. Um, as I got older, you know, I started getting brave enough to ask questions about it and, and uh-huh. things like that. And when I started asking questions, that's when my parents kind of realized that, okay, you're old enough to, you know, if you're asking these questions, you're old enough to know the answers. So during the, the investigation with the police, they looked there, they found what looked to be, be prepared, a sledgehammer print on my forehead what but they couldn't they didn't know for sure they they thought that's what it could be but they didn't know for sure the baby's so, boyfriend? husband yeah Our husband oh my yeah. god yeah so yeah that's that's the background it caused a spinal cord injury so i've got a uh incomplete fracture right at the base of my neck which means incomplete fracture it's not completely broken
0: mm-hmm.
2: um but it was enough to you know cause the paralysis There's the guy in prison i know <clears throat> <clears throat> Since they couldn't prove it, it prove anything. Oh my god! They we, we settled out of court. So that was back in eighty seven. Wow. So yeah, but you know, it, it's it's kind of I parlayed it into a career. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, now working at the league, I work with kids of all disabilities, so I use my experience, which is one of the good things about this place. Is they they value life experience more than necessarily a degree. Yeah. So. I've, I've used my life experience to help families that are going through
0: the same things. Well, that's what I wanted to get into next. Yeah. so what could you tell us about your work with the league? Yeah,
2: absolutely. So, like you said, I'm a youth services coordinator, so what I do is I work with kids anywhere from age 3 to 24. My ultimate goal, our ultimate goal in our program is to make sure they're as independent as possible and have all the resources that they need. Um, by the time they leave high school whatever age that can be they can go as a kid child with a disability they can go anywhere in high school from 18 to uh, 22 years old a lot of my job during the school year is going to the parents and the schools have an annual meeting um, to talk about how the child's progressing to study their plan that they have which is called an independent li- or independent Individualized Education Plan, excuse me, or IEP for short. So they meet to talk about the IEP, uh, run through all of their accommodations the student has, how they're progressing, if they're not progressing, what do they need to do to fix that. And I can go into that meeting with them and recommend things based on the law that provides rights for students with disabilities. Mm -hmm. So I kind of always say I know the law, but I'm not necessarily a lawyer
0: you're so an advocate.
2: Right, yeah. Reading, yeah. Actually, absolutely, I'm an advocate. So I can go in and recommend accommodation strategies, techniques. Um, you know, if, if I, I do get on occasion calls from parents saying they're freaking out about the school, not doing what they're yeah. supposed to, so I can go in and not flex a little muscle, but you know, kind of. Yeah. You know, I can say this is not not happening according to the law it needs to be lawsuit, done. right, right. <laughs> so, um, so that's that's kind of my main job during the school year. In addition to that, we also do a lot of general case management stuff. So I can mm-hmm. help apply for Medicaid, Social Security. You know, point them to any resources that they might need as a person with a disability. But we also do some cool, uh, some fun stuff too. It's all cool, but some mm-hmm. fun stuff. Uh, we do some socializing events for the kids, like we'll uh, take them to a tin caps game, or we'll go to the zoo with them, or we'll have parties or whatever, and workshops for for the kids and their families uh, based on pertinent topics like bullying or or the transition process, which is the process of transitioning from high school, to whatever. Yeah. Um, and then during the summer, we help them get involved uh, with non-specialized. Community based activities, I think it's called. Basically, summer camps. Mm-hmm. Uh, we help them go to, or spring break camps or winter camps, whatever. Um, but we work with any non specialized camp within our service area, providing supports both monetarily and otherwise that the kids need to be able to go independently to these camps and whatever, have fun and, and be a kid.
0: That so. Sounds like it's just an all around great resource. Like you can help people with a lot of different stuff and you can yeah. help them just to get out there and do stuff yeah. they're having fun and they're enjoying life more.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're, uh, again, I fit with this place pretty well because the the league is all about breaking down stereotypes as well. Yeah. That's why we we preach integration as much as possible. So um, it's it's pretty cool especially in the summer. I spend, you know, most of my summer out at the summer camps hanging out with the kids. Mm-hmm. So like half the time I'm out in the sunshine or the beach or whatever. I've, I've learned to go the, t- the exact times that they're down in the water so I can just sit on the beach and just watch them get a tan while I'm working. So, <laughs> that's Hello, that's man. pretty nice. And you but. guys can't see the
0: big smile on face when we talking about this. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Uh, it keeps us busy, but here at the league, we have services for all ages and all disabilities. So, after they're done with my program, we'll
0: see if they fit into another one of our programs. Well, it's just crazy. You're, you're telling me about these two different jobs, and there's a whole can of worms we could get into for either one of them. Yeah. So, is there, like, overlap? Did, I mean, do you ever, like, encourage... You know what? The people here to go into music lessons or something.
2: That's very funny. You asked that because last summer, one of my kids that wanted to do a summer camp. Mom, uh, his mom said, "Do you have any music camps available? You know, do you know of anything out there?" And I thought of Sweetwater, sure, uh, Sweetwater's camps, and I also thought of School of Rock. School of Rock, yeah. And this was before I was involved with them at all. <clears throat> so they ended up doing School of Rock summer camp. Um, so I went and I met with uh, Mark McKeven, who's the owner of the, the one here in town.
0: to high school with Mark, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
2: Okay. So um, I, I met with him and I learned about their program. And I said, we got a kiddo that wants to start up and, and do your program. And we sent actually him and his brother there. Um, and then about a month after that camp, Mark calls me up because when we met, I told him about my music background. So a month later, he called me up and said, Hey, we got a voice teacher that's leaving. Have you ever given uh, voice lessons before? And I said, Mm -hmm. no, but I'd love to. So that's how I got my job. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. It completely by happenstance. So perfect. Yeah. I mean, and and, hey,
1: by the way, I'm a vocal performance major. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
2: She was like, "Do you have a a music camp? Of course. Let me find one and go talk six hours with them." So yeah, it parlayed into into. That job, which is good, because I was looking at a, for a second job at that time too. So. That's
1: really neat. Yeah, that's so cool, man. We teach me voice.
2: Nah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're you're good oh, enough man. already. I don't need you so outshining
1: cool. me. So then, um, you're right. You're keep me behind that. piano. <laughs> Make me work. Um, so let me ask you this, and maybe you already uh, reiterated this, and. And what you just shared with the league, but so if a kid signs up with the league, mm-hmm. is it basically are they like a client of the league, and then you guys coach them all the way through their schooling? Is that how it works? Are you pretty much, yeah, pretty okay. much. We um, so it's like a lifelong or not lifelong, but like school long partnership with the league.
2: However long they want to be be with the league. Um, how do you
1: how do they come about finding you guys then?
2: It's a lot of uh, word of mouth uh, okay. referrals. Uh, I I take pride in the fact that schools have actually said. Started to say, Go talk to Kevin, okay. which is really cool because mm. they they saw me. You know, a lot of times they see advocates as adversarial at first,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the, troublemakers. Right? I was going to ask that when you okay. roll in, are they, oh, God, here we go? <laughs> are are, are, so are some, they generally amenable to what your suggestions and just looking to? Sure.
2: You know, I, I've been here eight and a half years now. The first four ish years, I got that look when I came in. I've even got like I, I've gone into case conferences before when I first started. And I've heard teachers on the other side of the table say, oh, no, like verbally <laughs> say it in these meetings. But, I, you know, I take pride in the fact now that. Good. I'm just Well, kind of because they knew they were in trouble, you know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they knew something needed to be fixed. They're not in trouble. I should sure. say that way. Yeah. But um, now they're the, the school systems are actually recommending parents come talk to me, which mm-hmm. is good because now they realize You're that.
1: You're assistant. Right. Yeah.
2: I, I'm not there for the parent. I'm not there for the school. I'm there for the child. So I'm completely down the middle, do whatever we have to do to get them to progress. Yeah. So, and I'm sure
0: sometimes it's on the student end. You can do something to tell them to do something differently. Oh, yeah. And it's not necessarily the school's responsibility or Absolutely. the responsibility.
2: Absolutely. We, we always meet with the families before the meeting and I say, you know, okay, what do we want to accomplish out of this meeting? What can we do at home? just mm-hmm. as much to supplement what they're doing at school. Mm-hmm. So it's about that cohesive uh, working relationship. Parents have told me before they want me to go in and you know scream and yell, and I've, I've been in meetings where they drop F-bombs at the school and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not that type of person, for one, and for two, I'm not going to do that because I have to maintain that relationship after your child is out of school. Yeah. So, Oh wow. yeah.
1: Man, i am <laughs> learning all kinds of new things about you today, yeah. and I've known you for... Uh, a over a decade time. yeah 11 years or so holy
0: smokes world so <laughs> we are old when did when did you first play for Alicia's band uh, apq well, we met
1: in school yeah we met
2: we met in college in choir like you said, about eleven years ago, and they cut
1: the ribbon on the Reinhardt setup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. So that was like, uh, ain't showing our age here, <laughs> right? And, uh, I mean, that's when I first met you, and, uh, <laughs> and
0: you guys are both like fifteen years younger than
1: I. <laughs> so Thank you.
0: For- <laughs> it seems weird
1: now, as you know, IPFW is transitioning over to Purdue Fort Wayne. Like it, it seems like not just yesterday, but you know, three or four years ago that we were back in that stage. Mm-hmm. But we hung out a lot in music school, and yeah. then um, I invited Kevin to come sit in. With APQ, that was before we had established the rock orchestra. APQ yeah. APQ Harmonic. Mm-hmm. So Kevin is a permanent fixture of APQ Harmonic. He's yeah. an official vocalist, but we do ha- occasionally have him out to play with um, the quartet as well, mm-hmm. just because because we're good friends and that's what we do. And we have a blast. It's I mean, fun. Yeah. I got some may dates for you if you're available. by the way, Sweet. So. <laughs> yeah. Text me after this. Yeah. I mean, it's
2: it's not. I mean, it's, it's not fun. work. It's just Uh-oh. fun and hanging out with friends. Yeah, doing what we love to do. So. I well, you kind of have
0: that vibe for the people in the audience who aren't oh, musicians, who yeah. we're sitting there, and it's like, oh, you can tell these guys are enjoying themselves. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it makes it more fun for us out in the audience.
2: I, I remember thinking one of the first times that I played with you, with just you, I think it was, was at Club Soda, and you were on the piano, and I was sitting right next to you, and I had, I had the mic on this side and i had a martini in my right hand (laughs) (laughs) i'm thinking this is is amazing (laughs) (laughs) this yeah this is what this is what life needs to be (laughs) so yeah it's awesome it's cool
1: though because we can you know i don't i don't want to say check off the family box but our families come out and support us and our students i Mm -hmm. mean so we get to interact with our Are um, people that are in our lives and stuff Mm -hmm. not just enjoy making music and stuff and I know like your mom and family is always coming out and supporting you
2: definitely almost
1: every time you play your friends yeah it's cool
2: I need to get some of my students out here because that's a great teaching opportunity
1: absolutely it is you need to make sure to invite them out to Rock the Plaza Mm -hmm. in July let's put that date on the podcast just so they have it Kevin will be singing with APQ harmonic on um, July 21st which is also the close of the Three Rivers Festival. So if you come out to the Library Plaza on the lawn that night, you can listen to us sing. We're right on at 6. We'll be there for an hour. There are two bands following us, and then there are fireworks later (coughs) in the evening. So it'll be a great night to be downtown, and you can hear Kevin sing with the APQ Harmonic, the rock orchestra.
0: We'll have that on, the on the website too yeah to very cool one other question mm-hmm. I had is we've got a bunch of cool new <laughs> venues mm-hmm. um, you know we've, we've been to the Fillmore you know we, we talk about the Embassy a lot we Club Soda there's all kinds of places that for performing yeah. how, how are they from a, the perspective of someone who advocates for the handicap is it like, is there special challenges? I mean, obviously there are, but what does that look like? And are people That's right, generally we have to keep that in mind, don't Are we? they really yeah. helpful when you're.
2: Helpful, yes. Accommodating, not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big difference, too. Yeah. A lot of the venues that are around town that are available are not accessible. Like how many times have we had have we played where I've been? I was going to say there's
1: almost eight out of ten times yeah. Kevin has to roll up in front of the stage, yeah. which is cool because it's mm-hmm. like you're closer to the people. It,
2: yeah, it's 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 cool in that sense, but I always like but to it's be a pain too. Like, without, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're
0: d- yeah, you're disconnected from the band.
2: right, wow. right, and I think the only ones that I can remember that I was able to get on the stage were
1: the Phoenix, the Phoenix and C to G. That's right. I do want to give a plug though the sound guys in town for everything i've booked for us with apq harmonic whether the venue was accessible or not, yes. the sound guys have really been amazing yeah. every company we've worked with i i'm we've worked with most of the companies in town has been really good in making sure that we have a mic for you and absolutely. making it work with us with the sound system and the,
2: absolutely the and even even you know when it when it's my time to go up there they jump up there to make sure They're the quick. height's right and that's yeah. everything's good so absolutely yeah and in those terms Excellent, excellent. The sound
1: company's like Yeah,
2: Yeah, we just need to get more ramps to stages. We
1: do, actually. That would be something we should look into. Yeah. Figure out how we can go about that. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. I'm
0: going back to music. Did you have a question?
1: i like I do. Let's go ahead and go <laughs> with yours here. I was going
0: to say, how would you place, uh, I'm trying to ask this of all the musicians. Yeah. And I'm kind of an ignoramus when it comes to music. <laughs> okay. How would you place the Northeast Indiana music scene, like in the in the broader, in the country? and... In the broader regions
2: it's skyrocketing it wasn't always as good as it's becoming Fort Wayne especially uh, and, and you know the surrounding the surrounding area it's got such a vibrant art scene in general and, and the music scenes super high quality and I don't know if you'd agree with me or not Alicia but it, it's just been in the past maybe 10 15 years where it's gotten to that point she maybe said that even the a podcast yeah.
1: last 15 years yeah especially last
2: ten yeah absolutely so um, and it comes with all the. There's a cultural movement around this area mm-hmm. too. I mean, everything's becoming. I don't want to say younger because it's not bad that it's older generations. You but know, there is like rejuvenation. That. Right, <laughs> so. right, absolutely, and that's. It's really an exciting time to be around and to be to be able to be in it. Mm-hmm. To to just go out and and witness all the arts, not just music, but it's really. I think
1: Arts United has had a big hand in that too. I think
2: so, especially what, you know, building that campus that they've built yeah. um, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, credit where credit's due, Sweetwater's had a huge impact yeah, that as well. Mm-hmm. So, who's ever, you know, who's ever responsible for it, keep it up. I it's mean, cool to see. Yeah, it really is.
1: The progression is
0: awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I just have a couple more questions. <laughs> it's like, where would you like to see the, the music scene in five, ten years? What would you like to see happening and developing? Has, this new rejuvenation occurs, and this new vibrancy. Yeah, spreads.
2: I'd I'd love to see more well known acts come from this region. I mean, we're going to be a presence regionally now. We need to get our name known from you know, mm-hmm. on Fort Wayne on the right, path, yeah. right, exactly. Uh, and again, uh, Sweetwater has done some of that already, but just kind of continue with that momentum, and and we're heading the the absolute in the right direction, and. Again, it's grown exponentially. They just—we need to keep up that momentum, not let it fall back or, or or. I think
1: the Voice has been helpful with that, don't you? Our <laughs> yeah. recent contestants.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, that can't hurt it either. When's
1: your audition yeah. on the Voice? <laughs> <laughs> That's coming up. I <laughs> Something know. To I,
2: <laughs> I you know I've I've That's tried okay, I can out. Push you into right. Well, who knows? I guess who knows. Um, I've tried out for America's Got Talent before. I've tried out for American Idol back, back when in I was Bay. still in high school. I'm I'm definitely more focused on my jobs we talked about. If something comes up, fantastic.
1: That's cool. See.
0: And now this is something that I ask everybody. Like mm-hmm. do you have any hints that you can give our listeners like, how to stay up to speed with the events, the arts in general, music in particular?
2: Well, I mean, social media is always the best the best uh, place to do it, I know. You guys podcasts, podcast, you know, on the website, your guys website. That's the Another good place, um, you you know, just kind of stay once you're tapped into the network, it's really easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just the the finding, you know, finding how to get tapped into that. So, yeah, follow follow APQ (laughs) APQ Harmonic (laughs) on Facebook, you know, all the good stuff.
0: Well, just follow somebody who you think is interesting, yeah, see see what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have updates about the stuff that we're doing, and then maybe you can meet somebody else and branch off into Mm -hmm. that. So, yeah, just. Ever since I've been dating Alicia, I've like seen much more, many more performances mm-hmm. and all kinds of art stuff that I never would have seen or probably I yeah would have never known about.
2: And and a lot of people, especially younger kids, now they're always talking about how lame Fort Wayne yeah. is. There's nothing. I to was do. one of those kids. Yeah, I, remember, I was too. Like I just didn't know. I was too. But now you know, once you get tapped into it, you're holy crap. Yeah, there's, there's so
0: there's much too like, much to do. Yeah. not possibly get to all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Did I leave anything off? Is there anything you wanna? Talk about that I didn't bring up.
1: Can I ask him one more question?
0: Sure.
1: What's no, your you no. <laughs> he's, <laughs> no? He's done. Yeah, you're done. All done. No, I'm I'm curious because we haven't interviewed anyone from any of my bands yet. Mm-hmm. Like so, what what is your experience being in a band? Like what's because we didn't ask you that, and I know our podcast is running long now, but like, what's That's your yeah, what's your what, what was what's been your experience? What are some things you'd like to see different or better? Mm. Like, oh, that is I, 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 I love like your and, and no, no personal insult to mm. me. I'll take like an any anything you say. I, well, I just geez, want to know what what is it like answer. to be in a band? Like, but tell, tell your later. listeners. I
2: definitely think there could be more Kevin involved. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. duh, that's an obvious <laughs> more, one. But I, you know, what? like to be in a band. right? <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: But Just tell the listeners what it's like to be in a band in your experience.
2: Side note about that. I'm sorry. Real quick. <laughs> the other day I was working with one of, one of my students or one of, a student at School of Rock and she's doing lead on Don't Fear the Reaper. And I had a cowbell in there. So I checked off my bucket list. I played cowbell for Don't Fear the Reaper. But anyways. Oh uh, sorry, Alicia, No, you're back, fine. Back to your question. Um, there's a lot of times. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love being in the band. There are times where I'm like, what am I doing here? Just because the level of talent in the band is so high. And I'm like, I don't belong, man. I'm not, I'm not this good, you know? So I, at least I don't think so. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's very surreal. It really is because like, like I said, it's just like, I don't know. I mean, it's, kind of like the wings world we're not worthy kind of yeah. thing you know <laughs> but you
1: know as a rhythm section we're and i feel like i think about the administration a lot so i don't even know what it's like to be in a band yeah it's <laughs> so like yeah. it's you know the planning is is huge and mm-hmm. organizing and communicating with everyone but you know as a rhythm section we're really trying to, to look, put a layer out there for it like you know lay it down for you guys mm-hmm. and so then you know when we have different singers come in or the three or four of you in apq harmonic it's yeah. We've done some work already, you know, and so I just just like, what does it feel like to come in and then sing on top of that kind of groundwork that we're trying to lay for you? Because you guys are the front people, you know, we might be there, but you're the front people that connect what we're doing to the audience.
2: Right. You know what? But you guys make our job as vocalists so much easier because it's already, I mean, like when you hear it, it sounds like what you hear on the radio. I mean, it sounds just Mm -hmm. like it. So in essence, then you're just singing along like you are in the car. I mean, literally, you're just singing along with the radio, oh, cool. which which makes so it a I lot easier. It. Yeah, <laughs> nobody really yeah. want to listen. Do it for me next time. <laughs> 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 take some lessons, with Kevin. First, no. I would need to. But oh. no, I pass up. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's
1: because you you front you front twelve pieces at APQ harmonic. That's not even a normal band. You got like yeah. a big band.
2: And I've never thought about that, and I have stage fright. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's not
1: a typical four-piece band though that you're fronting. No, you're you're so absolutely you have a, right. That's why I'm asking you what yeah. you're. In your experiences with it or how it feels it's
2: like i said it's very surreal but it's it's like it's like this kid who likes to sing for fun just going out and being able to perform with this professional group of amazing talent i mean and it's it's not even it's really not difficult we need to do more of this don't
1: we yeah Our shows yeah i think so <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's, it's really not that difficult when you're surrounded by people of, of that
0: high level of, of, of talent. Once you get over the intimidation factor. Just, yeah, the,
2: there is the initial intimidation factor, especially, I remember one of my first rehearsals with APQ Harmonic, I broke a chord to some of these violins so that was not oh i
1: didn't even know this <laughs> yeah, that, talk
2: about intimidating that was, didn't
1: like roll over the whole instrument or something mean, right yo
2: i would have left and you never would have saw me again is it Derek reeves he, it, it was his chord he was he was super nice you know about it i just i felt awful <laughs> he was like no it's okay i've got i've got principal wheels for this yeah yeah i just, broke dang I just I, i'm rolling into this tiny practice room. i hear a Pop and I thought, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. but it's no. Expensive is it? <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh it's probably gosh. a quarter
1: inch, or like twelve bucks.
2: Yeah, <laughs> was, right. I you know. I don't know, but luckily he was. I mean, he wasn't mad about it or anything. But I just like. That, cool. Yeah, but that initial oh crap, <laughs> being one of the first times. But then after that, it's like it, it's like a family. Really cool.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Well, thank you for for the kind answer. <laughs> That's I all I had. We'll talk to. later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> give me this straight
1: answer. If you want the skinny and have it with APQ Harmonic, you need to make it out June 20, or June? July, July 21st, excuse me. It's at the Rock Plaza. Yeah. Come out, listen to the fire, watch the fireworks, listen to Kevin.
0: Should be fun. Well, let's turn it back to you. Did you have any any areas that we didn't cover that you'd like to talk about?
1: No, I think we pretty much covered
2: everything. I mean, from what we, you know, our initial conversations, I uh-huh. think I'm
0: going to hit you up for like a blog post or something too, okay. since I know you're a good writer and we can do some cross-linking of sure. the websites. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone. If you want to hear more of these podcasts, just go to the subscribe uh, form at the bottom. I'll have it at the, the podcast here. You can check it out on iTunes as well. We're on there and follow us on social media. And we'll see you next time.